Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Oh, you hadn't hit the record no, button yet. I hadn't yet. hit the record button. Okay, I know, great. We missed all that gold. Cool, 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 yeah. cool, cool, cool. Well, anyway, I have what we were just talking about in my notes to talk about anyway. So okay, great. We can uh, we can do that. If you if you're noticing that my voice is a little more NPR, a little more morning radio, that's because I've been screaming for the last four days. Yeah. How you feeling? I'm good. Hold on a second. This is how good I'm feeling. <laughs> Why do you make it so I can't cut those out? I was pausing to edit. I bet you were. You're the one who... who, who Damn it, Chris. Talking. Stop talking. I'm trying to find my notes. Okay. All right. Well, good luck with that. Everybody just sit tight. Everybody, yes. That's what you want. Me to stop talking so we just sit here in utter silence. This is good podcasting. You'd think after 100 episodes we would have fucking figured this it's out. It's been 100 episodes. 100 episodes. Oh, my gosh. I know. You want to be done? I want to be treble. So does everybody else. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich, and repeat that process 99 more times. Alongside me, as always, for the last 100 episodes, my brother from another mother, we ride or we die, Mr. Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Some of that sounded vaguely sexual, but we also, I want to point out, I haven't been by your side for the last 100 episodes. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, because you haven't That's been true. by mine. This is my 99th episode. I think 98th. Didn't you miss two? No, I missed one. Maybe I missed two? Did you record two... Back to back? I did record a couple secret ones without you. Oh, uh, that's true. That's I keep that's those fair. locked in my closet. Yeah. They're just your special little treasures, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You go yeah. into your little box that's and right. you open it up. It glows like in yeah, Pulp Fiction. Right. I actually have one right here for you. Oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh, oh look at that. Wow. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Wait, actually, I think you, you left one on the floor with me as well. Yeah, right over I actually here. found the second one. Oh, look at that. Oh, my goodness. Oh, he's flipping me the bird, yeah. y'all. Um... <laughs> <laughs> this has been fun yeah, right, yeah. So, we, so we're finished now right that's this is it i feel like we have to stop right yeah it feels or like a logical conclusion someone's gonna call the police yeah it's if they haven't done it already then they should they should have done it by now and uh although i guess if they haven't done it already i guess they won't do it by now it does feel a bit like we're Oh, if you can hear oh, that. Oh, wow. I don't, that I don't was know. amazing. Yeah, so the cops are coming. <laughs> I, don't know oh, if you can, I don't know if you can hear that. There's a siren out. It does feel a bit like we're serial killers recording like our final words into a microphone because we're recording in a hotel room yes. in New York City. City. Yeah. I like how you said that like one of us doesn't always record in New York City. You don't. You're in, you're in some borough or something. That some... counts. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's the county? Queens. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> just shut up. Just shut up. I don't know what that means because it's not like the Manhattan County is New York City. It's not. Yeah, it's not New York yeah, County. It's just Manhattan. Yeah. Isn't it weird that Brooklyn's is Queens? All the other ones, no, I think, Brooklyn are. Brooklyn is Kings. That's what I meant. Sorry. Isn't it weird that all of the other ones are their own? Like Manhattan oh, County. 
Queens County. I think, yeah, I think Bronx County probably. I don't. I, I have no idea. I don't know. I think so no one knows. No. It's the Bronx, man. <laughs> that's yeah. right. But it's. I think it used to be called Kings. I think that's why. I think that area used to be called Kings. And then the Earl of Brooklyn showed up. I was like, <laughs> oh, this, I own this, this shit's, now. This shit's yeah. mine now. See this? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look at me. <laughs> look at me. I'm the Brooklyn. I now. am the Brooklyn King now. <laughs> Don't like that accent. I don't like it either. Let's move forward. Chris, yes? we have a network that we, we are do. ready to announce. I know. This is exciting stuff. Holy hell. I we know. have uh, we we got a lot of good entries. Yeah. This feels like a fitting thing to talk about on the 100th it episode does. because it's almost like we planned it. We have not. I, I like how you're saying that. You say that to me like Chris, you idiot, we planned this. We did. But let's like be honest, how much ago. out of 100 episodes, how much of this podcast has really been planned? We planned this when we started. To, it happened to be a good coincidence, but it was not like we just showed up today and we were like, oh, we got these. We, yeah, we did figured sort of plan this. That we were going to do this. Give thing. us a little bit of credit for once in your goddamn life. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where that came from. No, I'm sorry. Wow. I think it's it finally came from come out. The Episode 100 sh- is where this shit I know. gets raw. I think it came from the sheer exhaustion. Yeah. We're just raw dogging pure <laughs> rage. Yes. The only way you should be dogging rage. Is raw? Yep. I like mine medium well. Oh. But we have our... Well, like I said raw dogging and butt in the same sentence. But we have our shows. <laughs> speaking of... Is that offensive? I don't know. But the first one I have on the list is Queer Awakening by yes. Kit Orcutt, which I that was one of my favorites that mm-hmm. I listened to. I'm very mm-hmm. excited for that one. Yeah. We got the pilot in. It's funny. It's touching. It's yeah. intimate. It's unique. So this is a show. This is a show about uh, where Kim, the host. Kit. Kit. Sorry. <laughs> Already off to a great start. Yep. As you can see, we vetted Killing these it. thoroughly. Killing it. We d- we dug into these. Killing we watched it. these a hundred times. Killing it. And, and we watched them so many times that I didn't say listened to. I said watched. That's right. There we go. <laughs> we are, if nothing else, professionals That's after right. 100 episodes. So, Kit. Kit, uh, Kit interviews a guest and talks about the moment they that they had their queer awakening, the moment that they realized that they were part of the LGBTQ community. Um, Which, how is it not the LGBTQ community? Yeah, they're really missing a marketing beat there. Yeah. And I think if anyone is going to really change uh-huh. this, it's going to be two yes. straight white uh-huh. men. I identify as pan. I don't know if you knew that about me. Because, does that mean you have sex with inanimate objects? I mean... <laughs> I do. It doesn't mean that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. But you, you are not just, related. No, no. Just because you caught me in that utility closet once, yeah. that's not why I well, was in there. Caught you or placed you? It's it's a fine line. That's true. Really. That's true. Yeah, that's true. But uh, we both listened to the to the pilot episode of this, and I was like immediately. I think maybe fifteen minutes in, I was like, "Yep, this is yeah, yeah this is on the list." This I, is great. We were driving back from Virginia from a vacation, and I I nearly drove off the road a couple times because yeah. I was laughing so hard. I'm excited. I'm excited for people to hear this one because. Kit is an incredible host and this one. the one that you were very excited about is The Winners Were. Yes. By, uh, it's hosted by Teresa, and I'm, I'm going to get the name. It's either Louisa, or there's an E in there, so I suspect it's Louisia. Ooh. Or Louisie? Or if it's not, I'm just, you know, spitball. Could be. Maybe it could be. We could, say, we could say Lou. Oh. Ooh. Yeah, that's catchy. Teresa and Lou. Yeah. Is that our first note? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, kid, we're going to make you a stud. First of all, we're going to change your name. Um, no. Yeah, this one is is really exciting where they're taking, a, they're, they're looking at a year 
based on the Oscar nominees for Best Picture and uh, and kind of breaking down some of the movies from there. And I, I really like that. I think it's a really good compliment to kind of what we do, but gets into some of the films that we wouldn't normally cover on this show. And it's a nice look back. I think it, and they have a really good chemistry. They have a good rapport. Yeah. They have a great dynamic. Yeah. This is going to be, this is really cool. I'm yeah. really excited about this. Yeah. One. That was yeah. one of the earliest ones we got and we both really, really liked it. From yeah. The start. That was, I think like the second or third one that, yeah. that we got and yeah. we've been holding on to that one for a while. Yeah. And the next one I think doesn't have a name yet. I probably should have asked, but it's uh, an Animorphs podcast. Yes. I don't, know how much i want to talk about this one because yeah. it's very cool and unique and yeah, i don't want to surprising spoil, yeah i don't want to spoil because there's a, the way that he structures it i'll just put it this way the way that he structures it is really really cool by the way he is a friend of ours named aaron sorry yeah that's um he the way that he that aaron structures these episodes every episode <laughs> is very cool and very in-depth and but, it's him and his partner jenna but amazing well. yeah, yeah they're both uh they have a very interesting, they have a great dynamic together, but the dynamic that they put into this podcast with specific, I don't want to say instructions, but right. sort of, um, so it, uh, they're, they're both put into a situation yep. that has an interesting dynamic where one of them is very familiar with, with the, material, the material and one of them is not. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, it's, uh, it's pretty interesting. I'm very excited for that. It's yeah. pretty cool. This was, that was one, the Adam Animorphs one was one of the podcasts where I listened to it and I went, Oh God, I, I don't know if we should choose this. Cause I think it's, I think it's better than ours. I think <laughs> this might undo us yeah, right here. It's uh, it's very clear as well. Even just in the pilot, how much heart, how much dedication yeah. and how much uh, love there is for this form of storytelling. So yeah. I think you guys are really going to like that one. And the last one, uh, is Aaron <laughs> again the same guy? Yep. But this time and who, he is a co-host on this one. He too. does some total dickhead. What a this guy was a jackass. I think we might want to. Uh, if I had one note for this one, mm-hmm. change the co-host. Yeah. On do you want to do it? Uh, no. Okay. Great. So this next one, I'm the co-host. It's called Grab the Mic. For anyone who doesn't know, even though I've brought it up on this show probably 400 times at you this won't point stop yakking about it i won't it. no matter how much you tell me to i'm gonna keep doing it yeah my sister is in a band called mindless self-indulgence she's the drummer she's not married to gerard way and uh we uh so my friend aaron i've known him since we were in middle school and i introduced him to that band when they they only had one album out and we would listen to the music. He was also sort of in a, I don't know if I want to say this too too much about this, but he was in a pretty sheltered uh, up, upbringing. He couldn't watch a lot of TV. He couldn't watch a lot of movies. So, like, he found these little niches of things that he could do. Uh, he loved board games and music and stuff like that. But this was sort of, I think, an outlet for him. Because Mindless of Indulgence, for anyone who doesn't know, is just... It's basically... Every song is just three minutes of cursing. <laughs> it's, it's about as it close is. as you can get to, like early 90s whiny rap <laughs> i don't know how else to describe wow, you're it. really you're really doing a job plugging this music. well here's the thing is that uh, the music a lot of people don't care for but what i think you will enjoy <laughs> is a, is is a different band no it's, yeah. it's a it's listening to us discuss it because we put little pieces in there too of the songs that we're discussing so you do get a little a little just a little taste a little smackerel. Well, it's coming from a fan's perspective. So even if it's not, 
you know, because I listen to this and I've listened to very little of your uh, sister's band. Thanks, I'll tell her. And it's not because of her. It's it's. I mean, genuinely, it's because of me. It's because of you. Yeah, yeah no, and, I got and it. my hatred for you. Yeah, that's why I stopped listening. Yeah, and it's tainted. <laughs> um, but it, not having listened to a lot of the music, but having listened to this podcast, it is. This feels very masturbatory to be like just blowing smoke up your ass. But although that doesn't make sense, it would be blowing smoke up my own ass yeah, if it was masturbatory. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But I feel like you and I are so close that mm-hmm. it's still masturbating if I'm mm-hmm. doing it to you. Mm. Um, and also, if you blow, we're so close that if you blow smoke up mine, it's going to go up yours it goes as well. Up mine as well, yeah. yeah. But you can relate to it because even if you're not a fan of Mylon's self-indulgence, you're a fan of another band or artist where you're going, oh, I would feel the same way about this person's music the way that they feel about this one. So you kind of like get into it through that and you kind of can still understand the conversation going on. We're also talking about it from a perspective, not only from a fan's perspective, because you have my friend Aaron, who's been a fan this whole time, but also from uh, a personal introspective of like what it's like to have a uh, sibling who is a member in of the this band. sort of industry. And it's an interesting, we have a very interesting, I know we've been using the word interesting dynamic a few times, but it's very interesting to bounce off. I have a bunch of stories from that time as well. And we, we have very different relationships to the music yeah. because his was coming from a place of like, I'm not allowed to listen to this. So this is the one thing like right. he, he even talks in the the pilot that we made a little bit about, like listening to it almost in secret from his parents. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I, my mom would pop the it tape. Marks, in. Yeah. I remember listening to this and it's like for you, it marks like, but even beyond that, t- like my life. mom would pop the tape in for my friends and be like, check out this shit. His sister does, you yeah. know, like it was a totally different re- reaction response to the yeah. music. Check out my daughter's new song. Fuck limp dick. Cunt. <laughs> oh my god. That is I'm not quickly. far off from some song title. You though, are right? not. Some of them are far worse. Yes, they are. Yeah. So yeah, that's our network, and we're yeah. gonna continue doing coming out with episodes uh, on Tuesdays of this show as well. Yeah, that's, so we're that's not, what we got going. Yeah, we're not done with this show by by any means, but yeah, we got I've, a couple ex, we got a couple yeah. more months in us. Yeah, so what we'll do what so basically if you're listening out there, what's gonna happen is it's not gonna happen right away. We gotta give time for for these people to actually record more podcasts. They've all recorded one but they might want to do that one over again or, you know, uh, and then we're going to try and have them basically record. I think we're thinking like what, like seven. We gave them the uh, the range of six to 10, six to 10. Yeah. And then when they're all ready to go, we'll kind of dole them out. I think like Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, that type of thing. Uh, so basically when that happens, we'll make another announcement. And for those next, for that like month and a half, two months, There'll literally be a podcast a day. If you're subscribing to us right now, you'll get a podcast every single day, Monday through Friday for the next like month and a half, two months. That's exciting. uh, We, uh, there might be, there's probably going to be some overlap as well. We'll probably have some people on this show. We'll probably have some people on other shows. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll be fun. Because these are really talented people. And if nothing else, they can take the burden off of us from doing this for a while. Yeah. Yeah. And make it easier for me to edit all your ums out if you're not talking. Um, I don't know why you would want to do that. Um, that's you. That's what you sound like. Yeah, that is what I sound like. That's pretty accurate. We get three hours of recording every single week, and I cut it down to an hour just by cutting out his ums. Yeah, and I make it easy for you, because then you don't have to worry about cutting out any of this sweet, sweet golden content, right? You don't have to choose. You don't have to, you know, kill your babies, as they say in the uh, creative. Who 
says that? What? what? Kill that's, who? That's what, that's, that's what it's called. That is you know? not what it's called. In the writing world? Uh, yeah, that's what no, it's called. You it kill your not. babies. That is not. That stop, is what it's called. Stop saying it. It is what it's called. Chris. Yep. I hope everyone listening is ready for a rip-roaring good time because New York Comic Con just ended. Yeah, it did. And, uh... Sorry. You can't read your notes? No, I think I fell asleep for Great, a second. Excellent. I'm uh, I'm exhausted because we did a lot. We did too much. We did. We did too, too many much. things. I went to 12 panels. I stopped at every booth on the show floor. I bought books and handed out cards in Artist Alley. You were there for 45 minutes. I got some <laughs> great, I got some great artwork. We did so, so much. much. We did so much. <laughs> I walked most of the grid of the show floor with you. You didn't. I walked a portion of the grid of the yeah. No, wait. You, we walked part of the grid, yeah. and then oh. at the end of the day, you went, I don't know where we are, and I think I did this wrong. We have to start over tomorrow. Like like two Like two men climbing Everest. Like Lewis going, and Clark. Going for the summit or something. You sat down in the middle of the show floor, wept for 15 minutes, and then was like, we'll have to pick this up on Friday. I'm going to hire a Sherpa. To take us around. His name is Chris Treble. Yeah, it was great. I want to give a couple shout outs. Yeah, please do. I want to give a shout out to the guy who rem- who remembered us from last year. Yes, which was super baller. Yeah, I don't, I don't we know your name. Stuff out, but and if he you're said, listening, have your yeah, and he had it on his person. Yes, I'm not his person, person, but on his backpack. Yeah, which and is so cool. That- he got something cooler. He, he got, got a yeah. free bottle. That's opener. Called, they call that an upgrade. Yeah, it is. and that's true. That we carried those around. <clears throat> See, that's how you clear your throat. Give it a pause. Are you giving it a pause right Is this the pause? This is what I'm going to cut While out. you're talking? Yeah. This is the pause. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fuck was that? Oh, so we, <laughs> we, we gave them, we gave them, uh, yeah, we had, if you're listening, we had these bottle openers that we were saving for the right moment because we only had a few. We, in past years, have given out a ton of those, but we only had a few this time left over from past cons and we... We're so blown away by you. So thank you, kind yeah. gentlemen. And I hope that you're enjoying whatever we gave whatever you. Whatever you're opening. And, and your butt. Oh, it's, oh, yeah, it's a bottle opener. Yeah. <laughs> I just said that. Whatever you're opening uh, out there. Yeah, I hope bottles, you enjoy. presumably. I gave it to a father of two. I, my last one that I had oh, today. Because he needed it. Yes. That's literally what I said to him. I, it's, his two kids wanted buttons. Yeah. So I gave them buttons. And then I said, Dad, I'm a father. I know that you need this. There's a bottle opener. <laughs> Whatever what every parent needs. Uh, also, shout out to Nicholas. Who, yeah, Nicholas! Who you finally met. Yes! Uh, thanks for being so awesome. We were blown away by your Moon Knight cosplay Loved as it. well. Which I was, was blown away by how easily you want a backpack right in front of me. That was incredible. Hey, hey, you won me some socks. I did win you some socks. Can which, I have those uh, back, actually? No. I kind of like them. No. Uh, you gave them to me. Uh, yeah. And besides, I, they're both my badge. So. That's true. That's fair. That's a fair point. If I had won a backpack, I would have kept that fucking backpack, though. Yeah, I don't want a backpack, so I do I want socks. I don't need a backpack, but that's a, that was a sweet backpack. And lastly, yes, special shout out to It's Fangirl Fantasy, who shared a Ooh. story of the free stuff that we gave her. So she said uh, some guys from the Media Lunch Break podcast came by and handed out 
free cup sleeves. So, oh, and she said, sorry for switching three times. There were so many good designs. Yeah. And I remember that. And I, I was, I kept being like, by the third oh, I one, I was like, I'm going to hide yeah, them. Yeah, I'm like, you're not allowed to look at any more. Because every yeah. time I pulled one up, she was like, oh, no, I oh, want the I one want under one. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. thanks for being awesome. I'm glad you had a good time. I hope you enjoyed the panel you were waiting in line for, which I believe was the super, the Smallville. The Smallville reunion yeah, yeah. panel. Yeah, yeah, cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you're listening to us because we gave you something free and you found our, our card inside a, a sleeve or... You got it with a bottle opener. You or just got it found it on the floor. Or just found it on the floor or something. Welcome. Found a sticker around New York City. Picked a hell of a time to jump onto this boat of ours. Yeah. And if you don't know what that means, go back and listen to our previous Listen to episodes. the backlog. Yeah, get into the backlog. The back issues. Yeah. Yeah. What else, how, uh, how else was your, how else was your con, Andrew Dunn? Uh, yeah. So I, I kind of, I, it's going to take so long, but I don't give a shit because I got a rant to do. Oh boy. I want to go through each of these and here's, here's, here's the thing, man. I'm going to make okay. a Twitter thread. I'm going to make okay. two Twitter threads. Okay. One is going to be about the good stuff that happened and uh-huh. the things that surprised me. Mm-hmm. That's going to be very short. The, the other thread is going to be a list of all the bullshit, everything that fucking sucked that I'm uh, upset, uh, offended by. Okay. And, uh, frankly, Perturbed. Perturbed. A little ruffled. And I like to talk about some of that. Okay. And then I'll talk about the things I didn't like. It's just me. It's yep. the only thing on your list. <laughs> we, I, I don't know, man. Like, we went into the, we did the Mario panel, which was cool, but like, Chris Pratt was there in a video. It was nice that Jack Black was there, but I, I you know. I don't know. I was like, the amount of money that we're spending on this and the, the, the deal they made out of it. Get your, get your ass to a con, Chris Pratt. Right. And it was also like a 20-second clip or yeah. whatever. The, the panel ended early. It was already 45 minutes long. Right. And then it ended like 15 minutes early. Yeah. We got a free shirt, which was cool. That's cool. I'm happy with Wait, it. Wait, I haven't seen the shirt. You Where's haven't. Shirt? I almost got one for you. It's up here. Do you want to look at it? All right. You keep talking. I'm going to get the shirt. Gonna. And it was yeah, it's a, it was it was fine. But everyone else saw it. They made this big deal out of the name of it as well. They were like, "Oh, is the Mario movie even its real name?" I'm not gonna lie, this is a cool shirt. I like it. Actually, it is I'm quite actually happy with really the shirt, shirt. But I no, didn't go for the sh- shirt. But I didn't go for the shirt. I went for the panel. You know. But you stayed for the shirt. I stayed for the shirt. Well, That's no, they, you, you had to leave to get the shirt. So oh, I left. So, so I left, left for, the, for shirt. the shirt. We got to see the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie, which is pretty cool. Uh, I don't think I really had any problems with that. A couple people cut in line and nobody did anything about it, but it was fine. Here's an overall note for the convention. They had a rule that you had to wear a mask and they had an enforcement that you didn't have to wear a mask. So uh, <laughs> that was a weird thing where like we were constantly walking around being like, I thought you had to fucking wear a mask. And also like all these fucking tourists coming to New York City where the majority of people are still being respectful and wearing masks when they need to in crowded areas. And none of these people are fucking doing it. In fact, I saw uh, two people walk down, uh, get down at the bottom of the escalator where an employee was handing out free masks and the person said, do you need a mask? And they said, no. And she said, oh, you're not wearing a mask. And they said, it's in our bag. And then she said, okay. And they left. So like, I, I don't know, man, it was probably like 60, 40. They made this huge deal about it being required. If it helps though, I was there for that interaction. And then shortly thereafter, I coughed on them. Does that make you feel better? No, because you wear a mask. So it's not like they're oh, going to die. Anything. Oh, so I just coughed on myself? Yeah. But anyway, uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie was pretty good. I thought it was a fine movie. I loved the cartoon show growing up, but uh, this movie was fine. And by that you mean you think it was a fine movie. Yeah, Killer Mike's in it. And Run the Jewels redoes the theme song for it, which is pretty neat. None of that made any sense to really? me. Really? Not, not a Killer just- Mike fan. 
words. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Interesting. Tell me more about your your growing up. <laughs> I, don't know. I just I have this journal in front of me. And, yeah, you feel and like, like you mm, should be taking notes. Mm. And how did that make you feel? Mm. Well, I think my inner child just needs a hug. Mm. What about the uh, nut tap? Mm. Probably needs one of them too, uh, or a shot, like of tequila. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Please. Great. Uh, that was we. That was, we had a pretty easy slow Thursday, so that was yeah. that. And oh my gosh, those are the notes for Thursday. Yeah. Jeez. I know. Oh, that's another thing that that perturbed me. I'm going to keep using that word. Uh, Yeah, Thursday's just a bad day. Thursday's just suck. We had reserved, they had certain uh, New York Comic Con, like basically brand Funkos, and they're exclusive to just their merch store. Right. And we always get them because there's always a pigeon, and that's what we used to call our son, Rowan, is Little Pigeon, because he kind of looked like a pigeon in the sonogram. And he's dirty. And he um, eats whatever he finds on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) And when we bring him to New York City, he just runs around on the ground, you know, flapping his wings. (laughs) And and all the tourist kids try to catch him and take him home with them. Yeah. And he's full of diseases. (laughs) But uh, anyway, that was our nickname for him. And they always have a Little Pigeon Funko. So we decided to get that. And this year they had a Pizza Rat one, which I just thought was cute. So I wanted that. So they... We're like, okay, Thursday, 10.30 a.m., that's your reservation. Don't be late, or you might not get it. So we go there. We're dead on 10.30. And they shook a stick at you. And they, they fucking don't be late. punched me in the face. No. Wow. They they framed me for murder. They were like, oh, they're, they're not here yet. Uh, they might be here tomorrow. Are you here tomorrow? And I was like, it's a good thing I am here tomorrow. But so we ended up getting them the next day and that, it ended up being fine. That was one of the lower end things. But right. I was like, what if we only had a Thursday? Like, I'm sure there were people who reserved that who only had uh, Thursday. Thursday pass. Those people don't. The, the people who reserve a pigeon don't go for just one day. You really struggled to get that sentence out. Yeah, I, I wanted to say it backwards. But, uh, yeah, I appreciate right. your dedication. Thank though. you. We then went to the Marvel fanfare panel and it was fine melinda got not a lot much fanfare not a whole lot of fanfare melinda got a lot more out of it than i did more fan than fair you would say i i'm just trying to get through this man yeah i get that i get that am i am i the one holding you up yes i'm okay with that how do they all mean the same thing holding you up holding you back holding you down they're all different directions they all they yeah, all but work. they're not forward <laughs> but up well, if you're trying to go forward, you going up is is not going to help yeah, you. Yeah, it's still still counter. Still doesn't help. Yep. Um, what the fuck was oh the Marvel fanfare? Still doing my job really well. Yeah, yeah. we we said in that Melinda really liked that one. It was it had like an artist, an editor, and a writer, and I thought it was fine. Uh, it was just sort of about like what they've been working on. It was basically mm-hmm. the the present and the future of what they had done are working on and what they're going to do. Yeah. What's coming up in the, in the Marvel But basically just them, I think. Yeah. Um, Cause there's another panel that we'll get to later. That was more about sort of the broad Marvel comics. Okay. But this one was just sort of them. And I didn't know who any of them were, but they were cool. They gave advice for if you want to be an artist, I don't, but you know, I'm sure well, that helps. Some and with people. that attitude, you'll never will be awesome. Yeah. That's cool. Then, then Mel- Melinda and I plot twist went to see um, a screening. <gasps> Of Batman, I don't know the name of it. Batman the and Super Superman, the Battle of the Super Sons. Oh, yeah? And we saw the movie. How was it? It was great. The people next to me were horrible. I feel like an old woman, like an old New York woman at a you diner. You look like an old woman. <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you. You're welcome. But I'm just like, oh, it was terrible. I ate there every day for 10 years and I hated every second of it, you know, or whatever. (laughs) But but the woman who sat next to me was very... I never tipped and I don't understand why I didn't get good service. Yeah, exactly. It's a weird accent. Uh, Why do you keep doing accents? I don't know. I try to make them as weird and strange as possible because I'm like, uh, you can't can't say I'm doing something offensive if you can't figure out what I'm doing. You've succeeded. Uh, the woman next to me was very verbal, even before the screening started. She was just talking a lot. And then as it started, she was like, wait, are they? It was called the screening of the movie, right? Like, that's what the panel was. And then she was like, are they showing the movie? And I was like, she tapped me on the shoulder and was like, hey, are they showing the movie? And I was like, yeah. And then she started. She was like, can you make them stop? (laughs) Then she started hyperventilating and yelling, oh, my God, over and over and over again. Uh, yeah, no, I know. The thought was not lost on me either. Hold on, I'm deciding on which way I want to go with this. I'll have what she's having. Okay, let's just do that. Yeah, okay. just say that. Okay, sure. Well, we all get it. Yeah. It, and then she was speaking through the whole day. It was, it was a bad. The movie, quite good. Really? I enjoyed it quite okay. a lot. Yeah, I think you should give it a chance when it comes out. Not yeah. just you, but the people listening. No, 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 just me. <laughs> all right, I'll cut the mic off, I guess. Yeah, it just, it's just me. You okay. know what? I've changed my mind. We have to keep going. Because it's a good movie. Okay. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, I think I said that exact same phrase twice. Yes, you did. But that's okay. That's that's how good it was. I know. And uh, it's a good movie. I, I enjoyed but, it but I quite can't, a bit. Here's the thing, though, Andrew. I, I can't pin down your opinion of the movie. I would say I enjoyed it quite a bit. <laughs> Gosh. You're just uh, so trying, cagey oh, with Troy, your opinions. Troy, I know. Troy Baker played Batman. Which you probably don't know who that is. He's a voice actor. He's very good. What else has he done? Um, the main thing I know him from is he played Joel in The Last of Us. Which is a okay. zombie video yeah, yeah. game. It's no, I know, I know The Last of it's Us. Got, um, it's got this guy, and he's taking this young woman across the country. No, I know, I know The Last of Us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I think you described the first third of the video game at one point on yeah. an episode. But anyway, I, I'll move on. I just want to say it's a good movie, and I enjoyed it quite a bit. Oh, great. <laughs> Fantastic. I want to make sure you get that opinion in there before. Oh, and here's a plot twist. We were considering the ma- the thing we had set for our schedule was going to see the screening of Violent Night, which is the new David Harbour. Oh, yeah. Uh, Santa Claus movie. And we were planning on seeing that. Have you watched the trailer? I did. OK, so we were planning on seeing that Mason Alexander Park, who if you don't know who that is, you should look them up. Um, they're a very interesting person. They've uh, they were in uh, The Last of Us. No, Damn they it. were in. um the Sandman Netflix show mm-hmm. and Cowboy Bebop right. in, in a role that I enjoyed. I did not like that series, but I liked them in it. Um, and they were doing like sort of a singing thing, a, a cabaret. And I was like, oh, I don't know this person could sing. And they then, the, and I, but it's at the same time, but I was still like, I think I'm going to lean towards violent night. Cause it looks like a, like a scary slasher of somebody. Cause the poster yeah. had only been released. Then a couple days before they released the trailer and it's just die hard with Santa. Yeah. John Leguizamo is in it too, which is a, definitely a bonus. But at, after that, after I saw that, I was like, I don't know that this isn't what I thought it was going to be. So I think I'd rather, we even got reservations for that one. And I was like, I think I'm going to try to do the, the Mason Alexander Park one instead. And we did that. And it was fantastic. We had a great yeah. time. It was a good time. They sang uh, songs from musical theater. They sang uh, songs inspired by Sandman. Uh, they had a, a piano player and a guitarist up on stage. Mm. And one of those little tiny... Little rooms. Where was it? Panel uh, in, in the Javits Center? Yeah, like in 401 or oh, 405 so in or like something. A, in like a little cabaret type yeah, of thing. Yeah, it was oh, great. We cool. were like 
fourth row in, you know? Like, Aww, it was great. It was a good sweet. time. Uh, and that was very late. We got out at, like, I 11 o'clock. I gone to see the Die Hard Santa Claus movie. Yeah, I know. And I heard that was very good. A lot of people said it was it better does, than they expected. It looks good. I, I think it looks really good. It does. Good. And uh, then I stayed out too late hanging out with friends. And then, the next day, now we're on to... Saturday. 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 Uh, we did Marvel Comics Next Big Thing, which mm-hmm. is sort of the broad scope of what's going on in Marvel. And what was the next big thing? Um, I don't know. Something about... Uh, let's just get to the point. It's not you. Well, not yet. Oh, I like that. I like that go-getter attitude you got. a little bit. They can't, they can't spoil the ending. But can you? Yes. What's the ending? They died. <gasps> what? I know. Oh, my God. Know. You know what? It was about the dead people we made along the way. <laughs> if that's not a line from Deadpool 3, I don't know what is. Yeah, uh, it was, uh, There's uh, stuff with, um, I cannot remember that. Mr. Sinister, that's his name. I, I was like the Sinister Six, the Sinister Kid, the Kid Sinister. It's Mr. Sinister. Mr. Six. Is doing a bunch of shit. They're really like going all in with him but something he's doing in the marvel universe right now so like all of their comics are about it so there's one that's going to be about um he has spliced the genetics of nightcrawler with a bunch of other x-men and like Ooh. made versions that are mixtures so like they all have the the abilities of nightcrawler so and like their own abilities right of- that he's Ooh. using to sort of kill and, and stuff like that and uh yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff too. There's uh, well, they're going to release something called the symbi- symbiotes, symbiotes. I don't know how it's pronounced, but that's about um, carnage, I think, and venom and stuff like that. Yeah, the symbiotes. Yeah, the the symbiotes. It's a good band. Good band name. I was I was thinking cereal, like oats. Oh, like the symbiotes. Oh yeah. But yeah, I'm mostly. What color? Okay, let me just ask this: What color would it turn your milk? Uh, piss yellow. I almost said piss green, and I was like, I'm gonna need to see you a need doctor. to see a doctor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I overall, I wasn't super interested in it. I thought it was fine. Okay. But they they did the you know that thing that the MCU does every time they have their phases where they have like the timeline and they have like the years and the dates and the the yeah, things pop up. up. They have the screen. Yep. You know, they did that with the comics, yeah. and I was like, yeah, all right. And Feige changes a bunch of hats in the middle of the. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He has to, and then. We did the Back to the Future panel, which I want to talk a little bit about some bullshit. Okay. Um, so evidently, we were told with the panels, when you reserve a panel, you are guaranteed a seat. Uh, evidently, a bunch of other people were told, if you pay us money, you are guaranteed a seat. So they had a, they had five lines for this one. Normally, there are only three lines. There's ADA, which is sort of the, the physically disabled. They always get to go in first because they... A lot of times as well. They, yeah. They, they, well, yeah. a lot of times as well, they're seeing impaired, they're hearing right. impaired, That's so they need I mean. to be they, up close. They need to be able to get certain um, seats. Yes. So, and that, which is fine. I've always loved that. Actually, it's always been one of my favorite things is how, how well they treat how people they who are. need it. Yeah. Then there's reservations, and then there's standby in case people who got reservations don't show up. This time there were five lines. There was a silver line, which is people who paid like seventy bucks, and a gold line, which is people who paid like hundred and sixty bucks. Gold line went in first, and it was easily a thousand people. Silver line went in second, and it was easily fifteen hundred. And then they sent in ADA, which I was like, I like this might be enough for me to fucking write a letter to Read Pop because it's not. I'm not okay with that. Yeah, they, there's a reason that you let the ADA in first because, again, like you said, they might be visually impaired or yeah. hearing impaired, and they need seats at the front. And of course, those are the seats that go first. So unless you reserved. 
like the staff went in ahead of time and reserved seats for the ADA yeah. and like roped them Even off. Even then, the, then you're like, oh, good. So they're just standing in line now. Right. Well, that's the other thing is that some people might be part of the ADA group because they can't stand for very long. So they can't stand in the reser- reservation line or even the standby line. Yeah. Because I even had that thought. Maybe they yeah. did rope those seats off. But then I'm like, OK, so then if you're wealthy, you get to sit down first. Right. Exactly. That's I, yes. it's not OK, man. A hundred percent agree. <sighs> oh, it yeah. made me feel real bad. Yeah, yeah. Also, I don't know. I don't like this trend. This is the first time I've heard of this, too. But I don't like this trend either of like, hey, you can pay money. To get into the panel. Because we all already well. paid money to get we all, into Yeah, the we all, everybody paid money to get here. Including the ADA. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. But uh, it's like, now it's more like the airport where yeah. you're like standby waiting for your seats to get yeah. on and everything like that. You're yeah. just waiting for your name to be called, yeah. your aisle to be called. And then right. they call your name and you go up and they're like, oh, sorry, it took you three and a half seconds to get here. So we gave your seat to, to, that, to, jackass. to that jackass over there. Yeah. And then once we were in there, it was so beautiful to see Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox on the stage together. Yeah. So how was the actual? Oh, panel my God. Itself? It was incredible. But, but here's it. the hard part, too. And I'll get into how beautiful that was, because the other negative part that I don't think I talked with you about is that through the. So we were nearly in front of line. I told, did tell you this part. We were nearly in the front of the line for reservations and we were third from the back row. Uh, when we sat down, like that's how many people there were Got that. Who yeah, paid, yeah, extra. paid extra. So we were like way in the back. But also, the staff didn't close the doors to the room. So, like, we could hear everything outside. It was right. really hard to hear what was going on. And they were all just, like, shooting the shit and laughing and yelling in yeah. the background as well. Which, I I don't know, man. Like, it was, I, I wanted, I nearly got up, but I was in the middle of the aisle. And I nearly got up to go over and be like, hey, guys, can you guys just... Because can you uh, shut the fuck up? Partially because Michael G. Fox was having a real hard time talking. Like, right. it's very hard for him to speak. And it's very hard for us to hear him. Right. And we all paid money to see this. Right. So... It was something that was very important to me as well. Still funny as fuck. He is oh, Michael funny. J. Fox. Oh my god! Yeah, he's still just. You, he's one of those guys. Like you see him in any interview or you see him in person or anything, and you're like, oh yeah, I get why you're a star. He's so quick because he's just like charismatic as all hell. Yeah, yeah. He was. I mean, he was just. I wish I'd written some of his down, but he had a lot of extremely quick quips. Yeah, that, he's uh, really, really funny. Yeah, he's really. And Chris, Christopher Lloyd seems like he might be. Slowing down a little he's, bit. He's just a weird guy. Well, like, but even general, like he's, he was having a, lot, a hard time hearing the questions yeah. and understanding the questions. A yeah. lot of them had to be repeated like three or four times. Yeah. I mean, again, this guy played the older guy in a movie from 1985. To be fair, he was like, so, he was like 40 or yeah, something. And yeah. He looked like 80. Right. <laughs> it was one of those guys we talk about where we talk about like who would play Professor X. And right. I would say that you get somebody who looks 60 who's actually like 35 or whatever. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, the panel was beautiful. They they hugged like at the very beginning. It, it was very emotional. There were so many good Was good it just stories. the two of them? Or was it? Yeah, there was a okay. moderator. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. I meant as far as like Bob Gale wasn't there. No, man. It was uh it was it was something else. I, I don't that you know, um the only thing I would have changed is a lot of the times the moderator would ask a question to both of them. Right. And then Christopher Lloyd would answer it. And then Michael J. Fox would start to answer it and the moderator would move on. Right. And that happened maybe four times in a row. Okay, I want to hear what that guy says. Yeah. Like, honestly, he's the guy who's not working in the the entertainment anymore. So, like, I'd really like to hear him talk. We can. Christopher Lloyd probably still does interviews all the time because he's still doing shit like every other year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it'd be really cool to hear what Michael J. Fox has to say about some of his experiences working on Back to the Future. Right. 
Yeah, well, here's one of his quips. They were asked if they if they took anything from the set of Back to the Future. Yeah. And Christopher Lloyd said, no, I didn't take anything. And Michael J. Fox says, you guys didn't see the DeLorean he drove here? <laughs> you know, like very funny, that's very really quick. Good. Yeah. Or I think he said like, yeah, that's just his new DeLorean he just got or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. he, he bought that with his own money. That's you know? really good. Um, very, very funny guy. So, yeah, I, I loved the panel. I, it would have been nice if I was it would have been nicer if I was a little closer. Would have right. been nicer if it wasn't so loud by the staff out back and. I don't know. Maybe I'm just that old lady sitting at a diner, but yeah, I feel like we're you paying are. too much I, I money. Just, uh, I feel are. like we're paying too much money. Like I feel like every year we pay more money, and right. every year we get less back. Right, 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 right. So I don't know. Uh, what else happened? What else did I do? We skipped the Wednesday. We were planning on seeing the Wednesday panel. Sorry, the the Wednesday TV yep, show panel. I know what on. you're saying. Okay, it took great. me a, a hot second as well, but I, I caught up. And then we tried to get into, there was this pan, and there was a panel, I put in quotes, it was like, for Yellow Jackets, a TV show, it was like a bar thing, that had free drinks, waited in line and standby for that, and then eventually we gave up. We went to what ended up being my favorite, I think my favorite panel of the entire show. Yeah. Which was karaoke. Oh yeah, you did do the karaoke. I did. And I'm going to level with you, the fact that that turned out to be my favorite one is kind of a problem. Why? What because happened Because I can karaoke? do Nothing. I can go to karaoke fucking anywhere. Okay. So the fact that I spent, I don't know, 600 bucks on our passes or whatever, like right. on all three of our passes. Right. And that was the best thing. Right. Is a little bit of a, a fucking kick to my teeth. You know what I mean? But was it good karaoke? No. Okay. And that's what made it great. Did you do, did you do karaoke? I did. What's your karaoke? What's your oh, go-to oh, and, karaoke and song? Fuck you, Tony Perry. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love you. Wait, he wasn't even there? No, you, no, he wasn't there. Well, fuck you, Tony Perry. <laughs> because you, you told me as well that he said something like he couldn't imagine me singing, which is very funny because a lot of people say that. I got, oh no, I think it's on her phone. I think, Melinda, I'm going to put it on, I'm going to edit it into this. Yes, please And you're going to hear me singing yeah. karaoke. Wasn't my best. Okay. But wasn't your worst. It wasn't. Yeah. Because I, I was still very hoarse. It was the third day of Comic-Con at 11 o'clock at night. What, uh, what was the song you sing? I wanted to do Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me by Elton John. Ooh, good but song. But he was like, he called me up and he was like, it's too long. There's too many people waiting. We have to end when we're supposed to end. They're not going to let us stay okay. late. So he's like, you got to pick a different song. And I was like, oh, God. And, and he's so, like, here's your, here's your choice. Happy birthday. Or, the end. Or, yeah, or the DuckTales theme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, I, would, I would sing the DuckTales which, theme. Which, by the way, two people did. Of course. Great. But uh, I chose to love somebody by the Bee Gees. song you know that song i love somebody yeah yeah hum it i love somebody oh my god I love somebody all right stop they're gonna sue us <laughs> and people are gonna turn off the show <sighs> yeah they can't sue us because by this time they probably turned off the show so there you go uh if a tree falls in the woods is it legally liable <laughs> well then sunday Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. I had three panels back to back. Ooh. We went to the Gendy Tartakovsky Cartoon Network panel. Ooh. That was pretty great. Oh I really gosh. enjoyed that one. Sounds like a Russian do novelist. Who, do you know who Gendy Tartakovsky is? Yeah, he wrote War and Peace, didn't That's he? That's right. As Thank well you. as Dexter's Lab, Johnny yep. Bravo, Cow and Chicken. He's very acclaimed. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, but yeah, Samurai Jack. Yeah. Uh, and he's got a bunch of new shows coming out. And we got to see the first episode of one that hasn't premiered yet called Unicorn. It was quite good. Ooh. Uh, then we went to the Winchesters panel at Empire, which is the first episode of the prequel to Supernatural. To Super or Subnatural. I get a mix up. Yep. I forget which one. I can understand that. Uh, yeah. And that. Melinda really enjoyed. Well, there you go. Uh-huh. And moving on. You having never seen an episode of Supernatural. <laughs> I've always said, if you don't have anything nice to say, then we went to <laughs> Let's Get Weird. Is that why you don't talk to me this entire episode? Are you ever going to say anything? Or? No. Okay, great. Then we went to the panel called Let's Get Weird, which was the panel... Where everyone took their clothes off. Did dropped Molly. It, <laughs> <laughs> we got real weird. Uh, so it's the Weird Al quote oh, biopic. Yeah. So I want to know exactly what happened in this thing. Oh boy. Oh man. Oh, the journal is shut. Here so, we go. So Buckle they, in, everyone. Uh-huh. So they scheduled us. They scheduled uh-huh. the panel. Oh boy. Four to five. And how loudly were the st- was the staff talking? It's the. <laughs> And I didn't like the food at all. <laughs> they, so I didn't tip. I didn't tip. I don't tip. Because it's the waiter's fault that That's the right. food's bad. And anyway, the service is terrible. Uh, so. Fuck. You were at a Weird Al panel. Right. So they scheduled it. We're supposed to let you in at four. Oh, so we, so some setup. Okay. The, the last convention, the last New York City Comic Con. Uh-huh. That had their, their last panel uh-huh. at Empire Stadium. Uh-huh. I think of the entire convention mm-hmm. was Ghostbusters Afterlife. I don't know if that's right. All right. But it, it was but certainly it was, it was, the, it was the last panel of, of the, the night. night. And yes. they, it was just going to be a panel. Yep. And then at about 30 minutes in, yep. they surprised us. Oh, I remember. And they, I know, because you held my hand. I know. I mean, you thought it was I'm my not, hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It also sweated. I don't understand I know, how that it's so happens. weird. It was crying a little bit. Yeah. But it, they announced they were going to show us the whole movie about yes. a month. The movie was supposed to come out a month later. Yep. And we saw the movie yes. a month early. Yes. <clears throat> so I'm, I'm reliving that moment as you're talking about it. So, Continue. Same thing this time, right? I had some expectations. And I, I wasn't sold on it. I okay. knew there was a possibility that it wouldn't happen. Okay. Um, in fact, but I had also talked to somebody outside of a different panel. And I told them, like, what do you think of the odds? And he was someone who he said he'd been... To every single New York Comic Con since he was like 14 or something. He's like okay. in his 30s. And he was 16. Yeah, that's right. But he was like, oh no, 100% chance they're going to show that movie. But again, okay. I'm still keeping an open mind. I love Weird Al. Dan Radcliffe is going to be there. It's going to be great. Yep. So we go in. It's 4 to 5 is what they've set it as, right? Okay. So we go in at 4. Uh, it starts at four. Starts on time. Everything's great. They're, they're playing Weird Al's music. They're sure. they're getting the crowd hyped sure. by like letting people sing into the microphone. How well do sure. you know the lyrics to the songs? And so we're all having a good time. Then the moderator comes out and introduces each person. Like the director comes out, and then uh, Evan Rachel Wood comes out. He's playing Madonna in the movie. Yep, she's a great actress. Yep. Then Dan Radcliffe comes out. Yep. And then I think that's the first three. Yeah. And then the. Moderator says, and now the man, the myth, the legend, Weird Al Yankovic, uh-huh. and a Zoom screen lights up. Oh, no. And he was Zooming in from Florida. Okay. And it was a good time. We yeah. had a great time. They showed a clip from the movie. Sure. And then 30 minutes in, uh-huh. they go, oh, well, so one of them's like, let's show some stuff from the movie. Okay. And Weird Al was like, show the whole movie. Show the whole movie. And they're like, nah, we got dinner plans. Can't do it. Sorry. So we're going to show a clip. And they show the clip, uh-huh. and the clip ends, 
Uh-huh. And then they, they do a little bit more of the panel. Uh-huh. And then at 4.30, uh-huh. halfway into the panel, yep. they say, thanks for coming out, everyone. Have a good night. <laughs> and they walk off the stage. <coughs> Weird Al zoom screen goes black. Uh-huh. The house lights come up. Uh-huh. And we all leave. That's amazing. That's an amazing story. It had a beginning... It had no middle. <laughs> I thought you were going to say it had a beginning and a and middle. An, and an end. Yeah. And that was it. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's incredible. I'm, uh, I just am I so blown away. Is, what a slap to the face. I think it's a weird owl prank. So that's what Melinda point. said, too. She said, do you, think it's, do you think they did it because they thought it'd be weird? Yeah. I think if you go into the Empire State right now, it's playing to no one. And they're just... It's just they, Weird Al, who's just, been here the whole time. He's been here the whole time, yeah. After the last person left, they shut the doors, and Weird Al walked out on stage, and they were, and he just went, roll it! <laughs> and they just started playing the movie, and he just sat in the middle of the Empire stage by himself. Masturbating. Masturbating to his own movie. <laughs> It was great. It was fantastic. Yeah. I just, I've had so many issues yeah. this year. Yeah. It hasn't been an easy experience. Mm-hmm. And I just want people to uh, understand the plight yes. of the man who goes to Comic-Con. Sure. Yes. <laughs> it's, just know that it's hard, okay? There's, it's a hard if life. If you've ever read Grapes of Wrath. You understand. You understand what Andrew is going A partial percentage of it. Yeah, exactly. You get a fraction of what's going on here. Do you want, do you want me to talk about how my con was now? Fuck, I don't give a shit. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. I don't care. I, none of this stuff ever... You also really, didn't do anything. I did too. You were here for like an hour. I went to panels... I talked to people. I, w- I walked part I of the show. I talked to panels? I talked I went to, to panels. I, yep. I p- walked part of the show floor with you. Yeah. We, I met our You Sherpa. did it again? You walked it again? Yep. 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 I walked part of Artist Alley with you. Yeah. Yeah. I did stuff. I did most of this. No, I shouldn't say it. I you, did some you went, of the stuff. Hey, you went to the line for the Muppets panel? I did go to the line for the Muppets panel. Those are nice people. Yeah. I gave out free stuff at that line. Yeah. They were very nice. I don't believe you. You don't believe that they're nice or you don't believe that I gave out stuff? Oh, that's a good point. I was joking and saying I don't believe that they're nice because they've got to be insane. But because yeah, they like Muppets? Yeah. They've got to be animals. That's what I'm saying. Or, or, Let's just or move on. But you could have just thrown all the free stuff in the trash can. I gotta put a camera on you. You don't want or to. Or in do you. That. <laughs> I mean, that's been done. <laughs> Let's explore some new territory, yeah, shall yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, listen, I I keep my expectations very low when it comes to things like this. I'm like, you know what? Whatever, man. You know why that is? Why? Because you didn't pay for it. <laughs> That's fine. But also, I'm like, whatever, man. It's a like, it's a and I think I kind of mentioned this to you before. It's just I think now what they do is they build up this idea of like, if you get this, then you get all these perks. And if you get this and I'm like, just get rid of all that shit. Like, yeah. just get rid of it all. Like, who cares? Yeah. No, it's shit's that we're allowing people to have this like sense of entitlement by giving them all these like crazy weird perks when I'm like just just make it a flat like four day you know buy a four day pass buy one day of a pass that's it everybody gets in at the same time whatever listen hey I'm not entitled I just want my free stuff and I deserve it right that's a listen 
I'm fine with wanting the free stuff. I that's what you come to con for. I'm just, but like they always, you know, like the pro passes, which we we had this this year. Like it gets you in like an hour earlier, and I said used to, you, yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, but we would go in an hour earlier, and then it like just dick around for a while because you know you couldn't always get on the show floor right away, or it's not like there are special. There's there's not like a 9 a.m. panel. You know what I mean? Like that only the pro passes can get into. Can I tell like you that. what happened to me uh, the one day this year that they let us in early? Yeah, I want a bunch of free shit at nine in the morning. Cool. And that's, but that's the thing. I, I, you can, I want more of it. Right. But that's cool. And sometimes that happens. It is cool. For the most part, like we would go, I remember in cons past, we'd go in at 9am and they'd be like, Hey, you can't quite get on the show floor yet. Like they're not ready. And then we kicked him in the nuts and we ran on anyway. We were wild. We stormed the barricades. Yeah. Uh, we stormed the barricades (laughs) and took blood. Yeah. Um, and gave blood. Yeah. But, but I'm like, uh, whatever. Like what's the. You get in an hour earlier and you can buy a thing an hour before somebody else can buy the same thing. What is what does it matter? It doesn't none of this matters. Hard disagree. I mean, there are no lines. Right. You don't have to wait in a line. And that's that's fine. But also, like, learn to wait in a fucking line. Like, no, just, it's not about learning. It's about how much you want to do. You want to maximize. If it was free and it was right. all year. Right. Fine. I just come back the next day. But there's only so much you can do in a day. So if you spend the whole time waiting in a line. Right. But then don't wait in a line. Like, just don't. I don't get thing. the stuff. Right, but then just don't get the but no, I want no the one stuff. Needs this stuff. I need it. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. But yeah, I mean, my con was fine. I went to some f- panels. Uh, I went to some DC panels. They were they were fun. I went to an IDW panel. That was a little lackluster, but only because I was looking for one specific thing and then find out they don't have the license to that thing oh, anymore. Nice. So I was like, okay, cool. But I think I got some reading assignments out of it, so it might it might actually work out in our favor. It might be, not be for nothing. But, you know, overall, like, I found my, my one thing that I that I did. I found my one what thing. What is it? Uh, I got a Legion of Superheroes ring. From Are you wearing place- it? No. Uh, I, not yet. But from the same place that I got... A green lantern ring and a flash ring from Heroes in Action. For anyone who doesn't know, Chris is only allowed to bring one thing home. No, that's not true. I actually choose to just do that. I just don't want to buy a bunch of shit. What's wrong with you? Because I don't want to buy a bunch of shit. Yeah, I know. What's wrong with you? Do you see all the shit that I bought? I know. You're going to be reading all this, by the way. You're right. You're right. I see all that shit. What's wrong with me? (laughs) What's wrong with me? Yeah. Yeah. You know what's wrong with me? Too much space in my apartment. That's what's wrong with (laughs) me. You know what's wrong with me? Andrew Dunn is what's wrong with me. Yeah. But uh, overall, you know, Comic-Con happened. It happened, and then it'll happen next year in... Maybe we'll go back again next year. Or maybe we won't. Yeah. Who knows? Or maybe we'll just stand outside and hand out free shit. We could do that, too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to move on to the reading segment? I do. I think I've ranted enough. I think we have ranted enough. For now. (gasps) Well, if it's like the Weird Al paddle. Oh, my God. Don't even bring it up. even more, and then we're going to end the episode. Don't even bring it up. Yeah. I'm going to cry. I know. How was the clip they played, though? Fantastic. It go. turned Melinda from not wanting to see the movie to wanting to see the movie. Well, that's all you need. I know. And them fucking leaving me with blue balls made me want to not see the movie. Did I just say Nazi? Yep. I'm exhausted. Ah, uh, I can imagine. Let's uh, let's go on to the reading assignment. Let's. Uh, I gave you League of Extraordinary Gentlemen by Alan Moore. You did. Chris, every now and then... You come across a story that is so progressive, mm-hmm. so respectful of other religions, races, etc. I can't imagine where this is going. That it really makes you take a look at your own life and ask, am I a good 
person. And this is not one of those books. Nope. First of all, I'll get into like what it's about and everything. But first, I just want to point out that a man named James works with a man named Mr. Bond. And Sean Connery didn't play either of them in the movie. <laughs> That's true. That's a very good point. <laughs> just a heads up on that little yep. spoiler. Yep. Originally published in 1999 by America's Best Comics. I don't know, just a little presumptuous yep. of a name, yep. but the League of Extraordinary, <laughs> the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen We're follows like putting it all out there. Yeah, I know. What if it's not? Yeah. What are you going to do? The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen follows Mina, Mina, Mina Murray as uh, she and she works as a secret agent for a mysterious employer. Her mission is to gather a group of absolute morons together for to form a team of racist, sexist, and most importantly completely inept men to make things right in the world. But maybe what's quote, right, quote to one person is actually evil to someone else. <gasps> oh, and uh, all the men she enlists are horrible people. Every single one. My yep. God. Yeah, no one everyone is irredeemable. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. you love this? It's fine. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's I think it look, man, it's Alan Moore. Alan Moore did V for Vendetta. Yep, Alan Moore did V for Vendetta. Um, Watchmen. Watchmen. Saga of Swamp So look, Thing. man, it's got the same problems I have with all these. If you watched, if you watched, if you listen to us talking about Watchmen, because you assigned that to me, I right. believe. I'm, I'm going to say the same thing about this that I said about that. I'm also going to say the same thing that I think I've said on the show about the first time after I watched the movie V for Vendetta, I went into, I think it was a Barnes and Noble and they had the graphic novel and I was right. like, oh my God, I love this movie so much. I'm going to pick up this graphic novel and thumb through it. And I literally thumbed through it and I was like, not, I'm not going to do this. And I just put it back. Too it many words. Too many words. Too many words. Too much exposition. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is there's a way to do this right and i just and the whole time i was reading i was like well you know it was written in the 60s or 70s or whatever and yeah <laughs> yeah you already the know 60s or the 70s yeah. or but whatever i was like what i i just and then i looked it up when i was doing the notes for the show and i was like this is made like 20 years ago i knew it was I, I didn't know it was 1999 i do i will confess i thought it was a little older too i thought yeah. it was maybe it early feels 90s. old right yeah it does uh, I mean, they, he uses the 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 caveat. The um, kind of hook of the whole thing is Alan Moore takes all these literary characters from from all over and kind of makes them into one kind of universe. And yeah. then, which is cool. Which is a it's a neat idea. Um, the execution. I I also agree. I had not read this before. I assigned it to you as well. But it's one of those ones that you always hear about, mm. uh, partially because it's Alan Moore. So I was like, let's, it's time, you know, it's yeah. time to like, let's, let's get into this and see yeah. what this is actually about. And I think my big problem was, uh, I mean, uh, other than the fact that everyone is irredeemable, but actually I don't mind that. Like it gives it kind of a three. Uh, I disagree. I think if you have, see, that's the thing though, irredeemable, right? If they're irredeemable, right. I don't think I can, cause I don't give a shit what happens. Yeah. To yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know. What you're and they're all irredeemable. If they all have flaws, yeah. that's a little different. He Well, here's the thing. I think he, he weirdly has this ability to take a, a two dimensional character and then almost give it, try to give it th- three dimensions so much that he turns it back into a two man, two dimensional character. Yeah. Um, that he tried to take the invisible man and Jekyll and Hyde and everything and make them this complex character, but in, and giving them 
and in giving the, them these flaws, but he stressed the flaws so much yeah. that all you see is that you, he stressed the idea that like these are real people, and so they can be pricks and they can backstab each other and not like each other and have problems, and that's how the team you know they're on a team, but they have to get along even though they don't like each other. But he he punches that note so often that it becomes two dimensional all over again, and you're just like you guys are just like fucking assholes they're yeah. not they're, it's not even that they're that they're evil people they're just pricks yeah. every single one of them you're just like i don't care because you're all pricks yeah so i don't get the other thing is that i couldn't tell no I, we read like the the trade paperback the first volume as opposed to individual issues i could not tell which was an individual issue and what wasn't yeah you know I, what i mean it yeah. kind of flows i, I could so, but so kind. Of, i every, started to get onto the pattern of I was gonna it say, every issue like starts or ends with a panel that has like a little setup setup yeah but yeah. With, if you took that little setup panel yeah, off yeah, yeah. it would just meld into because the and and the problem is the arc of each individual issue it has no punch to it mm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. like usually in a, even in a trade paperback no i cool can tell down. yeah i can tell where the individual <clears throat> issues are because there's an individual plot that mm. works towards the greater yeah. plot that it's weaving along. It, it looks like the stock market, right? It yeah. goes up, it goes down a little, it goes up, it goes, it goes down. down. And yeah. overall, the story of the whole graphic novel will just climb slowly, slowly. but it has little ticks. Exactly. In it. Yeah. But this didn't. Yeah. And, you know, now granted, this is also the first volume, so there is a little bit of like exposition that we yeah. have to get through, but it felt like half of this was so much exposition of that. They literally were like, we're going to get the team together. And I was like, cool. But then they started getting the team together and through each individual issue, you get a new member of the team. And it took me three issues to go, oh, wait, this is the team. This isn't like a setup for getting the team together. We're literally in the middle of doing that thing because it was so subtle and like calm that I couldn't even tell what was happening until we were halfway in it. Which leads me, though, to like, don't put those people on the team. Right. Like, I, I was like, no, the, like it, it, the reason it's you don't notice it is because they're all you're like, oh, no, these people are horrible. Right. Like, you need to stop these right. people, not use right. them to help you. But also, I don't know, like what, the, you know, when you're putting together a team, even if, you know, with something like a Suicide Squad or a Thunderbolts or something like that, where it's made up of people who are supposed to be irredeemable. Mm-hmm. You look at each one and they're so distinct and different with these individual gifts that you go, I see what purpose this one has. I see what purpose this one has. All of them, I didn't understand. One, I didn't understand really right away what the overall plot was. They just kind of launched into, we're going to get the team together. And then we'll tell you later about yeah. why we're getting a team together. But even like, once they tell you, you don't really know why, uh, what that is. Why, yeah. why this team? Yeah, exactly. And that's what yeah. I mean. If it, you know, whereas, if you were to tell, like, there's this greater evil that's going on, so we need to get a team together with these individual gifts, and this is the purpose they will serve, that makes more compel- more uh, more of a compelling story. Yeah. I'm like, I want to see how these all coalesce together. Yeah, there's too much setup, and yet somehow also it moves too quickly. Yep. Here's the thing. Uh, like, the, the bringing the team together... This is this has been established. We know how to do this. Chris, are you familiar with the movie The Seven Samurai? Yes, I am. It's a movie by Akira Kurosawa. I know you've never heard of it. In the movie, a samurai enlists a bunch of other samurai to help save a town from bandits. Have you heard of it? Yes, I have. Okay, you should watch it. It's okay. really good. Have you okay. seen it? Nope. 
You have? Okay, great. <laughs> Excellent. Never mind, then. I'll stop talking about it. Okay. But it's, whenever we see stuff like this, because it came out in the 50s, I think, um, you know, there's Suicide Squad. We've talked about this a bunch that, like, right. on this show. That, like, it, it's the, the formula's already there. The equation has been written. Right. Um, go back and... You like, just have to plug in the values. Right. If you're going to do this, just go watch that movie. And you don't have to do it word for word. But what it does is... It sets up exactly how they locate the characters, exactly how big the flaws can be in those characters, yeah. because they're also the whole point of that is they're like, this guy is trying to find a samurai and they're like, OK, what can we pay him? And they're like rice. So he's like, so we're right. looking for a samurai that will work for rice. rice. So it's yeah. not going to be a great samurai. Right. It's like part of the plot. Right? right. So that's part of it, too. And that's another thing about this is I don't know why these people are on the team. Yeah. Like, I don't know why the Invisible Man, based on the character that they have presented him as, isn't just like, no. Yeah. And that, yeah. And that, and that guess, well, one, that's a great example for kind of everything, that, all the problems that we're talking about. Because for one, why would he, he doesn't need to stay on the team. He literally can take all of his clothes off, walk out the door and never be seen again. Yeah. He can literally steal if from every bank in yeah, the country. Yeah. Why not just, yeah. Why does he agree to stay on the team? Because he's not forced to be there. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and you know, Jekyll and Hyde. You can make Jekyll stay there. Can't make Hyde though. <laughs> no, but you can make you can guilt Jekyll into being there, and you can build this wonderful arc of like mm. redemption, which is something they briefly mention yeah. in like two panels. Yeah. Right. Um, Quartermain. I have no idea what the fuck's going on with no, that guy. I, I, I never occurred but to me. You can play the like sense of duty. I don't know. Yeah, anything. and it never occurred to me that he was the guy that is played by Sean Connery. I didn't even hear him with a Scottish accent. Right. When I read. Yeah. Read but that, it. that it's that type of thing. But the Invisible Man. It's like, what? How are you keeping him on the team? Also, on several points, he turns out to be a complete and utter psychopath. Yeah. Like. A murderous psychopath. Rapist. Yeah. And it, yeah. yeah, that's how he's introduced in the book as a rapist. Yeah. And then they bring him back and they're like, yeah, he's on the team. And at no point is anyone like, this guy's fucking nuts. Yeah. Like they just kind of go along with it. Yeah. And even if you're going to make him stay on the team and everyone's going, he's absolutely nuts. He shouldn't be on the team. Set up some sort of, then that sets up a nice conflict. It sets up tension, but they don't use that. They're just like, this guy, he's out of his mind. Anyway, let's go get this thing that makes things fly, I guess. Or something. And that's what always makes me feel very uncomfortable when comics like this are introduced as like, well, what would it be like if it really happened? Right. Because I'm like, oh no, that's not what it would be like if it really happened. You're just a crazy like the writer is insane. Right. The yeah, writer yeah. needs help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they're like, no, this is what would ha- this is what we'd all do, right, guys? Right? And you're like, yeah, well, if we were no. all invisible. We'd go around, <laughs> yeah. like, raping we just virgins. go to an all girls school and just rape everyone. Right? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. what we do. And yeah. you're like, no, <laughs> please, right. please stop. But I, I think, and I, I haven't, I've never read the book, or if I did, I read it so many years ago, I've forgotten I've read it, but by now, but. um I think the idea is something that they played on with the Invisible Man, Invisible Man in the books and sometimes in other movies where it's like when no one can see you, you start to have this disassociation with humanity and you you no longer like view anything through the prism of rules and laws and good and evil and whatever. You just do whatever you want because sure. you're by yourself. But they never play into that. Yeah. They never they never get into that also, idea. Also, I find that incredibly dubious. Right, but also but what I'm saying is that's something you can play with yeah. with this character. Now, again, this is the first volume. A lot of this is set up, so maybe in further volumes it gets 
crazier and it gets better yeah. or something. But this doesn't compel me. Well, to yeah, eventually the they volume. turned it into a really good movie. Yeah. Oh, it's a cinema classic. <laughs> Absolutely. But this is, the, you know, we've read first volumes. I think we read. Um, what was the last thing we read that was like a first volume where we went, you know, it wasn't fantastic but oh i think it was undiscovered country oh yeah where we went you know there's a lot of setup in this so mm-hmm. we understand it's the first volume so you got it you're doing the legwork of setting yeah. things up but it's enough there's enough interesting stuff there to compel me to go on to volume two now that all those right that stuff has been set up this doesn't i don't feel no, that way with i'm this. not gonna read a I second i don't feel volume. a need unless someone comes to me is like no you don't understand yeah. someone i know and trust not you like someone else someone I <laughs> like a trust. real person yeah like a real person uh, comes like Mel was like, you know, oh, volume three. That if you can get to that, that's where it like takes off and it becomes like this amazing thing. I'm not going to continue. With I this. don't think there's a single person on this planet who, if they told me to move on to volume two, I would do it. I don't think I, I, it was such a, I was falling asleep yeah. every other page. And I, and obviously part of that is because I was reading it during Comic-Con and right. I was exhausted, but it was still like, it was so hard to, I started skimming. It doesn't move. Yeah. It doesn't move very quickly. No. It's yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, he really leans into, I mean, he leans into the old kind of, uh, almost Dickensian like dialogue from what you yes. would think, what you think you're going to read in an HG Wells book or something. Yeah. Um, but it's so heavy yeah. because of that. It's also just like a lot of blatant racism. And yeah. I mean, there's, it's not a long book. It's no, like 140 it's pages. And they've somehow managed to put rape, racism, sexism, misogyny, right. chauvinism. Right. Uh, just uh, uh, like drug addiction. Yeah. I, I Murder. Yeah. Torture. And then he kind of he tries to explain kind of just casually explain it away or shrug it away by saying like well it's the 1800s and so that that would have been the time and i'm like yes but yeah you don't need to put it this heavy-handed yeah. you can you yes you're right that would have been in there so it being in the story isn't out of but it's place, also it's not just but you don't need but to it's put not it just that there. the characters are racist right right like that's that's something that like right because there's a thing i remember robert downey jr went on um the joe rogan experience don't watch his show listen to ours and uh uh they i remember they brought up um, Tropic Thunder. Yes. I was going to call it oh something Oh my horrible. gosh, it is so late for I you know. Right well, now. all I could think was, I remember the first poster, and they ended up changing it, had the names of the actors, the last okay. names of the actors, and it said um, Stiller, Black, Downey Jr. Because Jack Black was yep. in it, and yep. I remember, yep. I just yep. thought that was the funniest thing. Yep. But... Uh, they brought up that movie and Joe Rogan was like, oh, you couldn't do that movie these days because of your character in it. Right. And and Robert Downey Jr., I thought he disagreed. No, he was like, yeah, no, you could never get this movie made. It would never people would hate it. You'd get canceled immediately. Right. And I was like, no, because the movie isn't racist. Yes. The character is. You're commenting on it. Right. Yeah. You're showing that this is bad. That this is bad. These and this people is a problem. are idiots. Right. And they're doing this horrible thing. thing. So, like, to me, it's like if the characters are racist, okay, fine, I guess. Right. But also, like, shine a light on it. Even in a, even in a way like Tropic Thunder did, where it wasn't like blatantly like, "Hey, man, you right. can't do that." Right. It was just a funny thing that we all accepted was horrible. Yeah, um, you can do that with this too, and it, it, even stuff like though the way that like the Asian characters are depicted. Right, but know? that's what I mean. It's the it's the way that he goes about it. It's not right. that it's in there because he's right. It that would have made sense for the time. It's the way that it's in there. 
it's the blatant, like very heavy handed feels like almost every other panel. Someone's commenting on the place of a woman or, yeah. you know, Nemo being, uh, I don't know what descent they're making him in this. I don't a know if person he's Indian. Of color. Yeah, I, I'm not even sure. I don't think Alan Moore knew. Right, but that's the thing. It's yeah. like every, it feels like so heavy ended up like. And, and frankly, as well, uh, the only female character in this is it seems like he's trying to make her, trying to sort of uh, depict her in a complimentary way where she's the leader or whatever, but she's a fucking moron. She's in a nothing character, yeah. though. Like, she, that's the other thing, is that of all the people around her, these interesting people from literature, she's a nothing character. She's just a, she's kind of a cold bitch, Yeah, and that's, I think what he, I mean, obviously that's what they're going for because every other man around her, when she's not around, comments on how she's a cold bitch. Yeah. But there's nothing compelling about that. Like, you can make her that way, you know, because she's surrounded by men and has to stand strong. And, you know, there's a driving force to that. They just make her, she, he just makes her like this cold, bitchy character. Just like everyone else, and she just kind of recedes into the background. Yeah, she's a nothing character, and that's your main character. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what the thought. I have no desire to read anything with her. No, you know. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's uh, yeah. That, I, I thought it was fine. I again, I think there are redeeming qualities to it. It, it is an interesting idea. Idea. Yeah. yeah. And it's one of those ideas that, like, oh, I can see how this went on for a while. Yeah. Because you can you can take this in many different directions. Mm-hmm. And it's, a f- like, the time period and the fact that there's so... Like, I mean, like, they're both... If you're very well read, I'm sure there are Easter eggs in this that I didn't even pick up on. But, like, yeah, there are you know, characters there's stuff that from I didn't know. Twist in there. Yeah, yeah. Do you know like that. Um, uh, what Mina is from? What the female lead no. is from? She's uh, the... Female protagonist of uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, see, I wouldn't even yeah. like know that. But if you're well read, I'm sure there's a bunch of stuff, that, Easter eggs in here. That's and there's fun some and, steampunky art. Yeah, that's, and that's cool. what I mean. Like the, the time period and the style is kind of yeah. fun to live in and things like that. The last but, 20 pages are a lot of yeah, fun. When they finally get into the actual plot, yeah. it becomes fun. Yeah. But by then, I was like, oh, God, let's yeah, just I get know. to the end of Wrap this. Wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um,. <laughs> What do you you wanna What do you got for me? You got a You got a reading assignment I, for I me? I do. I promised our one hundredth episode. Yeah, maybe I should have picked something different. Nah. Maybe I should have picked something special, nah. like the tenth volume of Saga. Oh, maybe I should have picked that, but I didn't because okay. Melinda convinced me not to. Okay, that's fair. We met with yes an artist who was not an artist alley for some reason they were just on the show floor they've written a, a comic a couple of issues okay that they're just trying this is their first comic con they went to Ooh. and they had to scramble to get them ready they had sort of made them and then they just got this booth they were i think they said that a friend of theirs was like ah, i'm not gonna be able to make it do you want to take my booth i know oh, wow. you're working on some comics and she was like oh my god sure and she like frantically finished them and she's not sure how it's gonna go and she's trying to trying to get it started okay and uh we met with this person mm-hmm. and we bought their first two issues okay and they offered an exchange of purchase, a free clairvoyant reading. Oh, these people. Which I, I didn't end up Ooh. accepting. Um, but Because you were afraid of what she might see. Yeah, she was like, oh, this says you're going to die. Oh, you're gone. You did it. <laughs> you're you're dead. already dead. Uh, but Inside. I did promise that I would try to, she said it's, it's, it's called Mischief Night. Yes. Which is another name for Halloween. Oh. <gasps> Ooh. Which is almost upon us. Yes, it is. So I, I thought I would try 
to get our review out before Halloween. Okay. Well, I think we can do that. Yeah, I think so. I think we can definitely do I that. I think the 24th is going to be yeah. when it airs. Assuming I can edit everything. You'll get it. You'll get it done. I believe I don't you. sleep anymore. So. Because you're afraid of Mischief Night? This is Mischief Night by Jean Louise O'Sullivan. Mm. And Cosimo Mariano. It, you might think I made that name up. Nope, but I'm looking at the cover yeah. right now and seeing the names. And <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So we're going to give that a try. Okay. Uh, those aren't for you to have because I still have to read them. Okay. He's holding them, by the way. Melinda passed them to him. Yes. But, uh, uh, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. I think we'll find I, a way. I might even. We'll figure this out. Right. Like, we can figure it out. We'll find a way. I, we can also go into the city. Where there's point. a will, there's a way. We can also both come into New York City. I know, you, I know you don't live there, but. We can. Oh, but we can both come into New York City. Yeah. And you and almost breezed s- right past that. We can, I know. I know. <laughs> Um, we can sit on and a I park can, bench and we can sit together shoulder to shoulder and just read them together and we can, I can cuddle. We can cuddle on I'm a pretty sure bench. I saw something like that in a Craigslist ad a few years ago. Yeah. You never answered my ad. Oh, very good. Melinda has Thank something you. she would like to say. Yes. I don't normally pull a Sarah and interrupt you two, but do you really think Mischief Night is Halloween? Isn't that what she told us? No. Ohio boy. Mischief night <laughs> is the night before Halloween that you in the 90s used to go out and just screw up people's mailboxes and put toilet paper in the tree. No, well, no, I did I call it Friday. Tuesday. Yay! Yay! We made the same we joke. Did it. It's a night of pranks and I think it's like a pagan thing that you're supposed to like pull mischief to scare away demons. Because no, Halloween it's not. <laughs> it's just is like the night that the gateways of the dead open You are up. making a lot wait, of shit up. hold on. I don't want to... Uh, don't ruin those. Wait, Mel, They're signed. I don't want to pull an Andrew, but let me rain on your prayer in a second. You also um, came from Michigan, so I don't think... I didn't come from Michigan. <laughs> are you crazy? What? <laughs> came from an even worse place. Oh, wait, no, no. Pennsylvania. Yeah. yeah. Way worse. That's right. Yeah, God damn it. <laughs> I got out of a fucking a hellscape that is Pennsylvania. <laughs> and made room for the bronies. Exactly. And moved to just outside of New York. And so... <laughs> uh, so, the logic is... Let me get this straight. The logic is <laughs> that in order to keep demons away... You create mischief. So in order to keep the type of entity that usually creates mischief, you keep you you make mischief. That's the idea. Uh, wait, Lou, hang on. Like the demons show up and they're like, oh, someone's already uh, done there's it. Somebody yeah. got this shit Someone, Someone's yeah. in this one. Hey, it's supposed to be like you're scaring away demons and devils so good souls can come and visit. What, with a, with a broken by, mailbox? By taking a bat to a mailbox? Well, I mean, people do worse things. Let me tell you. You know what? You know what scared, nothing scares demons more than toilet paper. It's true. <laughs> it's true. Them dirty ass demons. Yeah. <laughs> dirty ass effing yeah. demons. So when I was egging that old woman's house, I was really, it was almost like I was performing an exorcism of sorts. Basically. Uh, yeah. When someone comes home, they're like, hey, I'm going to call the cops on you. Yeah. And you're like, that's not a very yeah. nice way to say thank you. Yeah. So in order, so basically to keep Satan out of someone's soul, instead of getting a priest and having them come from Italy, I could have gone down to the 7-Eleven and bought a 99 cent carton. And just <laughs> egg their egg their yeah. Subaru or something, and just kept the kept the devil at bay. Yes. Oh wow. Or deviled eggs. Oh, <gasps> of course. <laughs> it all makes sense yeah. now. Maybe if he got the clairvoyant reading, they'd 
They'd be scared off. It's true. Uh, no, it isn't. None of this is real. Me, I get in that old woman's house is real. <laughs> okay, great. Anyway, can we wrap this shit up? Let's please? wrap this shit up. Let's get out of here. Um, uh, oh, hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. Hey, Andrew. Yeah. For the 100th time. Where can they find us? And hopefully the last. They yep. can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, IR Radio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash the media lunch break, because I'll be dead by the end of this. Twitter, where our handle is at media lunch break. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're at YouTube.com slash the media lunch break. We're on motherfucking TikTok. For some reason, they still let old people through the door. Uh, our handle there is at the media lunch break. I feel like it should be like a Logan's run thing. Yep. Like as soon as you hit a certain age, you just aren't on TikTok anymore. They just I cancel it, it out. If you become a certain age, then they should gather you up and make you compete for one old person to stay on TikTok. Oh, I would fuck all those old people. Is that, what, <laughs> is that, is that, that what you would do to win I, the TikTok I competition? I said what I said. Yeah. <laughs> they can also find us on Patreon. Mm-hmm. Where our hand, uh, we're at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. If you would like to give us some dollars or a dollar, I'm not picky. Yeah. I'm not entitled, like Chris said. I just deserve money from you. And free things from Comic Con. Yes. Yeah. And it's not free. I paid for them. Yeah. And hey, listen, if you're out there and you met us at Comic Con and you got something free from us from from Comic Con, right? And you're like, well, but if I give you money, isn't it more like I'm just paying for the thing that you gave me for free then? Don't think about that. That logic doesn't line up. Don't even worry about also, it. Also, just- if this helps sweeten the deal, we still have, we ran a promotion a long time ago that the next 10 people, and not next from now, but next from when we ran the promotion, would get a, a who donated, who pledged anything, even a dollar mm-hmm. a month, mm-hmm. would get a free mystery box delivered anywhere to that they wanted in the United States. So, like, it could be to your house. We had people who were like, actually, you know what? Could it be that to, to that old woman's house that you just said? Yeah, you could send her a box of eggs. We... Had I believe it was a listener fan of the show Tony Perry who said, "You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna donate mine to a family member," mm. and he just gave the address of the family member. I don't remember who it was because I don't read. It was me. I see the resemblance. Yep. But uh, you know, and I thought that was very kind. And and so you can do that. You can think, look at it that way. For a dollar, you get a mystery box, and you can pick the license. We've got a whole long list of like you do Harry Potter or or. Uh, Spider-Man or Marvel. Anyway, all those are gone. <laughs> no, we have some left because for some reason people didn't use all of them. So I think there's like three or four left. So if you would, if you liked the button or the can hugger or the bottle opener, or whatever you got from us, stickers, um, we're we're doing all, we're doing that. Do do that. Go there. It's Patreon.com/slash The Media Lunch Break. I don't know what I'm saying anymore because I'm about to fall asleep straight into my it is microphone. So late. You can also email us at themedialunchbreak at gmail.com or you can visit our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating and reviewing on iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. And special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. This is probably not the 100th time we've thanked you. But it sure as hell feels like it, doesn't it? (laughs) And it's close. Yeah. Actually, we have probably thanked you more than 100 times. Definitely. Because we do half... You know, we say yeah, it at the end yeah, of every half episode. Yeah, 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 Like Andrew said, you can leave a rating and a review. You can leave a writing app. It really, really does help. Don't ask me how, but it does. If you leave a five-star rating, if you're new, I say this every week, and I truly, truly mean it. If you leave a five-star rating, you can leave whatever 
whatever type of review you want. If we gave you a free bottle opener and you were like, I'm going to check these guys out and you've checked us out and you were like, wow, this was shit. You can leave a five star. If you leave a five star rating, you can say five stars. Wow. This was shit. The only thing I got out of it was a free bottle opener. And in order to get out of listening to this, I shoved it up my own ass. Then uh, you can do that. That's totally fine. Absolutely. You can say what if you leave a five star rating, you can leave whatever type of. And you know what? We won't kink shame. Absolutely not. Absolutely. This week, I'll tell you what. This week, if you leave a five star rating and we met you at Comic Con, uh, tell us what we got. What you got from us? Uh, Whether it's a button or a can hugger or a bottle opener or a venereal disease. (laughs) Um, Could have been any one of those. They were all in the bag. (laughs) Little did you know. Yeah. Don't reach your hand in that bag. I told you, man. I told you, I'll get it out for you. Don't worry about it. Don't read your hand in that. One of the, uh, I don't know what they're called. One of the little needle parts on the button, the little yeah. pointy parts, yeah. dipped it in poison. Ooh. Not going to say which one. You'll never know. Yeah, roll that dice. Never know. Spoiler alert, it's all of them. Spoiler um, alert, it's the one I kept. Yeah. So long, world. <laughs> um, uh, oh. We were talking today we were about Comic Con and the League of yes, Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yes, I was getting Gentlemen, to it. I, it came but, uh, just you as you were about to do that. All right, give me a second. Sometimes it takes. Listen, it's late for me, just as late as it is for you. That sentence doesn't make any sense structurally, but you get my fucking point, Andrew. So I'll start with me. It's a good old fashioned hundredth episode rant, motherfuckers. Just in time for the end. Um. So this week we were talking about Comic-Con and we talked about the podcasts that are going to be coming out in a little bit to, to uh, really kind of broaden our network and everything. But And we talked about League of Extraordinary and Gentlemen. And we talked about League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. But if you have something to... Give me to it! God damn you! Um, this is part of the show where Andrew and I fight. I think this should be a regular <laughs> segment. Um, this is why we record remotely, because if we don't, we fist fight. That's true. Uh, and then we make out for a while. It gets weird. Yeah. And then we fist fight again. Sandwich. I don't know yeah. how it, you know, <laughs> no, it always ends yeah. up happening that way. But um, uh, we talked about Comic-Con. We talked about the podcast that we're going to have on our network. We talked about League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. If you were listening to this the whole time and you're like, shut the fuck up and talk about this thing. First of all, that doesn't make sense. I can't shut the fuck up and talk about also, something. Also, it's quite time. rude. Yes, absolutely. Especially for being here for the first time. Yeah. I mean, get to know us a little bit. Say a please and a thank you. Exactly. Thank you. Please shut the fuck up. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but if you were like, hey, listen, I like you guys. I think I'm going to stick around, but I think you guys should talk about this. This is what's going on with me. Send it on over. Give us a a suggestion. If you're a creator, this is a big one because I know we talked to a bunch of you guys out there uh, at Artist Alley or just on the show floor or anything like that at Comic-Con. If you're a creator and you made a comic or you shot a pilot or you are, uh, you know... They know what a pilot is. It makes me uncomfortable. Every single time Every time you say you shot a pilot. I know, but you know what? One of the reasons I keep saying it this makes you uncomfortable. You shot the a pilot for a television show. Like a pilot show made you shoot a com a what? Huh? Like Forget a te- it. Nope, a television it's done. Forget it. Forget it. Go back to bed. It's fine. Um, or you shot a movie or anything like that. You want to put some eyes on it. You want to put some ears on it. 
uh, send it over. We will talk about it. We'll give it a shout out. We'll give it a little bit of a review. We'll point people towards it. We're happy to do that. We love doing that. And we kind of want to get into it a little bit more, especially after Comic-Con. Next week, Andrew, back to business again after the 100th episode, because next week is the best damn day of the week. Wait, wait, hang on. What day is it? Tuesday news day, baby. And we got some news to talk about. Um, best damn day of the week, Tuesday Newsday. Oh, oh yeah, because we, we skipped the because we recorded the last Newsday very early, early, so we missed one very big piece of news. A couple, I would yeah, say, there I were a few a that were actually. quite big. But uh, after that, I don't know. Let's see, uh, She Hulk, perhaps. Yeah, maybe or I still haven't finished it. Night, or there's a couple things we can. Or Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Six, something like that. Yeah, who knows. It could be anything. We'll see. We'll figure out something. Yeah. But that's just the thing. I haven't quite figured it out yet. So, if you have an idea, send it over to Please us. Please do. Please send it over. Send us a little email. Absolutely. That Get means electronic us. mail. Is that what that means? Yep. Get the. F- is that what that means? Yes, it is. Dot com means dot computer. No, it doesn't. <laughs> Gmail oh, is boy. good mail. <laughs> Grandma mail. Mm, that's true. Yeah. That's that is true. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely get, not Google Mail. I always get an email from a Gmail talking about how someone just egged their house. It's one letter away from being a female. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> My God, please man. let me go to bed. Oh gosh, it's like watching an animal slowly I'm die sh- in the street. Do you know what sundowning is? <laughs> I'm trying my hardest. Oh, this is absolutely wretched. Um. <laughs> That's it. Uh, honestly, though, guys, listen. This is the 100th episode that we are doing this. Uh, I cannot honestly believe that we have done this for 100 episodes. Uh, and the reason we kept doing it to get to 100 is because people like you out there are listening. This is absolutely incredible that there are people out there listening to this other than Andrew and I. Uh, I so, don't even listen to it. Honestly, this is incredible. Thank you so much for everybody out there. Uh, who is just listening, even if you don't give on Patreon or anything like that, if you're just out there listening, if you've subscribed or listened to an episode or anything, you guys are incredible. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much to everyone out there in the void. Yeah, it does a lot for my self-doubt. It does a lot for... It fills those demon voids. Yeah, it really does. I mean, when you can't, like, hit a mailbox or right, a house. Right, or a, or a yeah, house yeah, or something yeah, yeah. like that. It really keeps every, everything at bay. Keeps the demons at bay, Exactly, yeah. yeah. So so you guys are incredible. Thank you so much for for, for all of that. Um, that's it. There and, it is. Well, and also, I would like to say, since it's our 100th episode, that uh, even though uh, every episode Melinda tells me behind the scenes that I should replace you, I could not be <laughs> doing it with anyone else. Thank you. You do, uh, for those of you who don't, I mean, uh, I think Andrew makes it well known, as he should. Uh, he does pretty much everything on this podcast, yeah. except for half of yeah. the talking. And that's going to change. Uh, yeah. We're going to have think, a talk, yeah. and that's going to change. Yeah, so you're going to sit me down. As much uh, as I love your 45 minutes that you spent at Comic-Con. Yep. No, I spent more than that at Comic-Con. 46 minutes. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but and a ham sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you do everything on this podcast. Yeah, I, I'm aware. It's incredible. I'm thanking you for this. Yeah, but I don't want it to be that way. <laughs> I don't want to thank you. I'm not. I'm I want not, you to edit it. You, okay, fine. Fine. Okay, good. Good. This is a great ending. <laughs> I do some too. That's true. That's true. Actually, you know what? Special thank you to, to my wonderful partner, Melinda, because she 
does a lot actually for this. She, she does. does more than Chris does. She does. <laughs> She's not even on the show. I know. She yeah. did the whole branding, all of our colors, our our logo. She's making our she made our current website. She's yeah. making a new website. It's amazing. What have you done? I went to Comic Con for forty six minutes. You did hand stuff. Yeah, you did hand stuff out at the, the Muppets. I <laughs> handed stuff out at the Muppets line. Yeah. Do you know what it's like dealing with those people? <laughs> I heard they're great. They are actually really great. Yeah. I walked him around to independent comic creators and got him to talk to people. That is an act of God. It is. It really is. That's probably enough. Yes. <laughs>